Psalms 96. Psalms 96. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth this salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O you kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory do his name. Bring an offering and come in his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth. The world also shall be established that it should not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the seas roar and the fullness thereof. Let the fields be joyful and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and his people with truth. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And I want to minister to you from this thought today. Behold, he cometh. Behold, he cometh. Amen. Praise God. Lord, I praise you again this morning. Thank you for your presence. I feel in this place right now, God. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us, God. We need your power, we need your anointing, we need your spirit, we need your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, God, for this hour, oh God, that the days are ahead of us, oh God, to prepare our hearts to receive you for your coming. We thank you, Jesus, for this day, in Jesus' name, amen. And you may be seated, amen. Amen. Yep, pray for us with us as I pray for Jesse right now. He's got an earache here. Amen. So let's pray for him. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, God, I pray for Jesse right now, Lord Jesus, that you would remove God, I pray. Lord Jesus, this healness, sickness in his ear right now, God, let your spirit and power and wholeness prevail upon him right now. We claim it right now, God, complete wholeness right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that it will never return again. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Praise God. Behold, he cometh. You know, I was I was doing my devotion the other morning, and it was talking about this new watch that is now on the market, and maybe some of you have already heard about it. It's called the Ticker. Anybody heard about the Ticker? Well, this new watch is out there now that they have developed. It's called the Ticker, and it says that this is what it says on the web when I went out to review this thing. It says that it, the Ticker, the happy 
darkness watch that counts down your life so you can have the time of your life. It counts down your life expectancy so that you can make every second count. It's called the ticker. <laughs> and I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. You know, what would it come up with next? Amen. Praise God. So you can get a watch and you can know what they're saying that. Make every second of your life count. My goodness. Amen. But Jesus told us to be not deceived. Amen. In the last days, we know that these things are going to come out. Amen. And more schemes and more things are going to happen to try to detract you and I and to dim our vision. Amen. So that we cannot prepare for the coming of the Lord. We know God is coming back for a church without spot and without blemish. Amen. And so we have to stay focused. If you follow our prayer focus this month, amen, we are praying this week, amen, for our eyes to be open so we will not be blinded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have got to be alert. We've got to stay ready for the coming of the Lord. And I know ever since I've been in the church 30-something years, I've heard the Lord is coming, and I'm sure the bells has heard longer than that, amen. But we still don't know yet. So we got to be ready. There's no guarantee what day God is going to split the clouds. Amen. We have got to be ready for the coming of the Lord. The Lord Jesus says in Luke 17, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating. They drank. They married wives. They was given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drink, they brought, they sowed, they plant, they build. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the days when the Son of Man is revealed. And that day he which shall be upon the housetop and is stuffed in the house, let him not come down or to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, thither would the eagles be gathered together. If we look at this, what God is saying, amen. Nor we know that only eight souls were saved from that flood. And Peter lets us know that baptism doth now save us. It was a type and shadow. Amen. We know that only three souls were saved. Amen. Out of that fire. Amen. And they hit Sodom and Gomorrah. Praise God. And so we have to not miss the coming of the Lord. How could so many people be upon the earth, see a man building such a huge boat, and miss the mark? Amen. How could so many be in one city and see the corruption and the evil that was around them and still find themselves being destroyed by the fire? I tell you what, 
and hardly happened. They didn't believe it was true. They did not believe that God was going to rain the flood upon the earth. They did not believe that fire was going to fall from heaven. Even Lot's son-in-laws thought he was just joking and messing around. You and I have told people time and time again, if you've ever told a Bible study, I'm sure you have told people that the Lord is coming back for a church without spot and blemish. But they don't take it serious. And we see that even in our world today, they are not taking the seriousness that what they see taking place in this world today. They hear it, but their ears are dull. It's kind of like the Lord told Isaiah. He says, make their hearts heavy. Amen. And shut their eyes and and uh, make their ears heavy unless they hear with their ears and see with their heart eyes and understand with their heart and be converted and shall be healed. They're not taking this thing serious. Amen. And who could not watch and see all the floods that just took place in South Carolina, who could not watch Hurricane Katrina come through and destroy all these things, amen, and not take God's Word serious, because God says, when these things start coming upon the earth, He says, you look up, for your redemption is drawing nigh. We've got to stay focused on this thing, amen. We've got to be alert. We've got to stay alert. The Lord Jesus told, Peter rather, said through the prophecy and through the anointing of the Holy Ghost. He says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, he's walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. The enemy of your soul is going to try to trick you up, to prevent you from being able to see the coming of the Lord, to get you off track. Amen. He already knows where he's going, so he's going to try to do everything in his power to take as many as you with him as he can. The woman in John chapter 4, she had heard about the Messiah coming, but she was taken totally by surprise. She even told Jesus, we know that the Messiah is coming. And when he comes, he's going to tell us all things. And all of a sudden, she realized she was talking to him face to face. Praise God. She was shocked. She was totally surprised. Amen. You've got to keep the faith. Amen. You cannot allow yourself to be drawn away. Amen. By things of this world. Amen. Jesus says if the good men of the house had known in what hour the thief was going to come, he'd have watched. Amen. I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, now is the time to be on the alert. Now is the time to prepare yourself to get ready for the coming of the Lord. It's not like we don't know. We know. He's already told us He's coming again. The words are pointed, amen. So I can sit back and, and take a chill pill and I can begin lackadaisical in my walk with God and, and lie back and says I got it made or I can take this time and get ready for the coming of the Lord. I don't know about you. If anybody ever missed an airplane, Boy, that's a heartbreaking feeling to know that you miss your flight. I mean, it, it just breaks your heart. I can remember in Iwakuni, Japan once, man, they didn't get me out to the flight in time enough, and I could see the pilot in the plane. 
and he could see me. But he would not open the door to let me get in. Because they had a time limit. And once they shut the door, if you're ever flying, and when you hear that steward says, the door is locked, they're not going to open it. You're going to just have to wait for the next flight out. And so this is why you always want to be there early. What do they tell you? Going international, be there two hours early, local an hour early. They want you to be on time, processed in, and ready to go because that flight has a certain time. It's got to go airborne and get out of there and get in its pattern. So if you're delayed, it's not the airline fault. You can blame the airline for the traffic down the road. You can blame somebody else that they didn't get ready, but they don't care. Amen. They, You knew what time your ticket said your flight was going to leave, and you didn't get ready. That's what they say. Amen. It's not their fault, and they're not going to put you up in a hotel. Amen. So you need to be ready. Amen. We know God is coming. That's why last month we talked all month about now faith. Amen. We've got to have it ready because that's what Jesus is going to be looking for when he comes back again. We need to build up our faith. Amen. And have it in reserve and have it in store and ready for the coming of the Lord. The psalmist says in Psalms 39 verse 4, he says, make me to hear, know my end. God, Psalm 39, 4, he says, make me to know my end and that the measure of my days, what it is, uh, that I might know how frail I am. And he says, God, show me, make me to have an understanding of my days so I will know how much longer I got. Amen. We need to measure this thing. Amen. When is he coming? We know the Lord says, what, three score and ten and anything other than that is a given. It's a freebie. Amen. So any time after that, the Lord could come, but there's no guarantee when he's coming. He said, be you ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man come. These are the times that try men's souls. These are the times that's going to test every man's faith and determination and resolve. These are the times that's going to see if you are a true Christian or not. These are the times, amen, that Jesus says you're going to be persecuted for righteousness' sake. The signs are coming. The signs of the time are drawing down. The times that Paul says that in the last days perilous times shall come. These signs are there. They're coming upon us. Amen. And we need to prepare ourselves. We need to get ready for the coming of the Lord. Let me tell you, what you hear is happening right here in America, you think is only in America? No. It's all over the world. You're just not hearing about it because you're in America. They're killing people all over the world. Amen. Floods and earthquakes and things are all over the world. They're going all over. This is not only here. We've got to get ready for the coming of the Lord. Peter says in the last days they're going to come scoffers. Markin says, where is the coming of the Lord? Because all things are continuing just like they were before. Then that's what Jesus is saying. It's going to be just like before. He says that in the days of Noah, they was marrying, they was drinking, they was partying, they was doing all this thing the same way it was in the Lord's days. That's what Jesus is trying to get us to see. Amen. The scoffers are going to say it's continuing his own. Yeah, it was. 
was. And it still is. That's why you got to stay alert. That's why you got to be watchful. If not, you're going to get caught by the wayside. You're going to find yourself missing the flight. Amen. That's why the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 2, he says, Therefore, we are to give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we shall let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every recompense and disobedience, I mean transgression and disobedience receive a just recompense of reward, how are we going to escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, which at first was spoken by the Lord and declared unto us by them that heard us. If we avoid Acts 2.38, if we miss it, amen, it's not going to be God's fault. If we miss the trip, if we miss the boat, if we miss the plane, it's not going to be His fault. He's told us He's coming. Be ye ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son a man coming. Peter, Paul said, The Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. We're a comfort one another with these words. Amen. We've got to get ready for the coming of the Lord. Behold, He cometh. Amen. Don't think you're going to have some deaf, bad experience ready to go. That is not Scripture. Amen. I know that's what people like to say. You know, I, God has been dealing with me with this thing, and I may have said something to somebody the other day about it. You know, about the thief on the cross. You know, everybody likes to say, oh, what about the thief on the cross? What about the thief on the cross? <laughs> you know? There is no guarantee. Matthew Henry, the commentary says, there is no guarantee that a person on their deathbed and the last is going to ever come to truly, sincerely repentance. Now, if Peter, I mean, Paul writes in Hebrews, he says, follow peace with all men's in holiness, without shall no man see the Lord. And if I got bitter in my heart and I'm on my deathbed, when do I have a chance to get it right? I'm going to miss the boat. You know, that word paradise don't only, I know one translation mentions heaven, but the Greek of that paradise means a garden. It means an orchard. So Jesus says, the day you be with me in paradise, was he telling the guy on the cross, you're going down in the grave with me today. Think about it. When we was in Israel, Galgotha, and the tomb where they buried Jesus is in a garden. It was in, it's a garden place. And orchards, trees all over the place around it. And so I got to thinking. Now, Jesus said, if it would have been heaven, we got we to gotta get our minds wrapped around this thing. Because Jesus had says, I'm going to be three days and three nights in the earth. And he was three days and three nights in the earth before he resurrected. Uh, so where was this guy on the cross? <laughs> was he in the tomb? <laughs> they all had to be taken down, right? Amen. So, but we can't use that to think that we got a last minute get in. 
I, I person, and this is Pastor Parker, and it's not doctrine or anything else. This is just me. I don't believe God is going to save anybody who has been a sinner all their life, laying on a dead bed, and then saving them. Knowing they're getting ready to die. Because there ain't nothing they can do for God. You are saved to be a witness for the Lord. You are saved to go and tell and spread the gospel. So why would God save you on a dead bed knowing you ain't going to do anything for it? That's just me. Okay? So think about it. Amen. So this is why we know the truth. So this is why we need to get ready. Amen. We don't need to wait for the last minute in preparation to try to get ready for this thing. Amen. We need to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. I want to be able to hear him say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Amen. I want to have my life ready. I know the scriptures tell me that I cannot get in if I don't follow peace with all men and holiness. The Bible tells me that God is going to look for a church without spot and without blameless. Amen. Is Am I walking with peace? Amen. Am I endeavoring to keep the unity of the bond of peace? Amen. Do I have, am I clinging to sins in my life that is going to cause me to not be spotless before Him? What is in my heart that God is going to charge me with that I know that is there that I should have got rid of a long time ago? Amen. The Bible, the substance says He's going to judge us how? And righteousness, equity, and truth. So that means I need to start living right. This is why James says, Therefore to him that know to do good and don't do it, it is sin. Amen. We've got to get right. Amen. We've got to be right. We've got to live right. We've got to do right. We've got to be fair. We've got to be impartial. Amen. With all men. Amen. We've got to obey this truth. Amen. Because it is what's going to take us to our final destination. Amen. How many times have you gone to pick up somebody? You call them. You tell them, I'm come at this hour to pick you up. And you get there and they ain't ready. Anybody ever have that happen? How do you feel? Huh? You told them, I'm going to be there at 930. And you're sitting out there blowing your horn. You're waiting. You know, and they ain't taking you serious. See? And now you're going to be late getting to where you are supposed to be. So you can't allow someone else to cause you to miss the coming of the Lord. This is why the Bible says you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You have to do it yourself. I can't save you. You can't save me. You've got to work it out. You've got to get ready now yourself. Amen. I'm not going to be left because of you. I'm going to prepare myself, and I'm going to do everything I can to get you ready for the coming of the Lord. But I'm not going to let you stop me from being ready for the coming of the Lord. When I go to pick up somebody, if I told them, if I blow a couple of times, they don't come out, I'm leaving. I'm not going to be late. Amen. Hallelujah. How many times do you ask somebody, hey, do you have, you want the Holy Ghost? You want to be baptized in Jesus' name? What did they say? I'm not ready. 
<laughs> I'm not ready. All right, you're not ready. Praise God. Amen. Yes, people to do something. Oh, I'm not ready. Amen. In the military, man, they give you a court martial for missing movement. <laughs> Amen. A ship pull out from port or that plane take off, you ain't on it. You go in court. Amen. Praise God. We've got to be ready for the coming of the Lord. Don't miss the plane. Behold, he cometh, riding on the cloud, shining like the sun, at the trumpet call. So lift your voice. It is the year of Jubilee. Out of Zion's hills, salvation come. Amen. Listen to what Isaiah says in the 13th chapter. Amen. Verse 6 through 9. He says, How ye? You know, Sister, Sister Bell, I meant Sister, I'm looking at Sister Barb, and I'm calling Sister Bell. Sorry about that. When my mother, when we was kids, my dad be working out in the field, and it was lunchtime, we didn't have a bell she could ring. She could stand out in the back, and she could holler. Woo! And my dad knew it. It's time to come eat. So Isaiah says, how ye? Woo! Oh, that's what he's saying. Give, give, give some, give some fearful cry here. Oh, the day of the Lord is at hand, and it shall come as destruction from the Almighty. Therefore shall all hands be faint, and every man's heart shall melt, and they shall be afraid. Pain and sorrow shall take hold of them. That shall be in pain as a woman that travaileth. Any of you women ever have a baby? I guarantee you ain't sitting there. <laughs> and any of you ladies have babies and was laying there going, <laughs> No, everyone I heard go, Oh! <laughs> pain. This is what he's saying. As a woman in travail that shall be amazed one of another. The face shall be as flames. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel, both with wrath and fire's anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellation thereof shall not give their light, and the sun shall be darkened, and the going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. Amen. So he said, you better get ready. He says, give warning now. Amen. Prepare yourself, because mercy is going to run out. When he comes, there's not going to be any mercy. When he comes, there's not going to be any more opportunities for grace. Amen. There's not going to be any time to get ready. Amen. So we got to get ready now. Let me give you five ways to get ready. Amen. Ready or, amen, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderations be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passeth understanding, will keep your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. 
E, endeavor. Endeavor to keep the unity of the bond of peace. There's one Lord. There's one faith. There's one baptism. There's one God, Father of all, who's above all, through all, and in y'all. You've got to have the peace of God. Endeavor to keep the unity of the peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay alert. Ace. Alertness. Jesus says, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We've got to stay alert, amen, for the coming of the Lord. D, don't consume yourself with this world. Don't consume yourself with this world. Paul says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal Renewing of your mind. Amen. Don't be consumed with the world. And why? Amen. Don't entangle yourselves again with the yokes of bondage. Amen. Don't yoke yourself back to the things that God has delivered you already from. Paul says, Amen, to stand fast in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with these yokes of bondage. If you have obeyed Acts 2.38, don't go back to the world. Stay out of the world looking for the hasten and the coming of God. Now is not the time to play church. Now is not the time to skip church. Now is not the time to find excuses to miss church. Now is the time to look for reason to be at church. Hallelujah. Praise God. We've got to be ready. He's coming to judge. He's coming. Amen. Solomon says in Proverbs 1, verse 20, Wisdom cries without. She utters her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief place of concourses and the opening of the gates. and the city, she utters her word, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And you scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have called, and you refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But you have said it not, all my counsel, and would none of my reproof. I will also laugh when your calamities come. I will mock when your fears come. When your fear come as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hate knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them. And the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearken unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Behold, he comes. Oh, my brother, are you ready for the call to count your Savior King and Lord of all? The kingdoms of this world shall soon before him fall. We shall see the King when he comes. There's a blessed time that's coming, coming soon. It may be evening.
and morning at noon, the wedding of the bride, united with the groom, we shall see the king when he come. Amen. Now is the time to not lay back. Now is the time to get ready for the coming of the Lord because there's your redemption is drawing nigh. Praise God. Praise God. Behold, he cometh. Amen. You know, in the game of football, you can be flagged for certain infractions. And all of them are penalties, they call them. Some of them are being offsides, holding, face masks, blocking in the back, tripping. Premeditated celebration. I mentioned a little bit of that about Wednesday night. An excessive celebration. Think about that. Offsides. What righteous, what light, what communion have light with darkness? What have a child of God with an infidel? Christ with Belial. Paul says, don't you know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covenant, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Don't get caught off sides. Hear me. Don't get caught offside. It's a penalty with God. He's going to flag you. Amen. Because you're not on his side. Moses drew a line in the sand and he says, who's on the Lord's side? Get over on this side if you're on the Lord's side. That's why God separates us from the world. Amen. He's brought us into this marvelous light so we stay on his side. Hold it. Amen. Some people are flagged for holding. Are you holding your tithe? Are you holding your offerings? Are you holding the things that God has given you for the kingdom? You see, some people are holding. They got their purse so tight, it's held. They're holding. If God flag you, what does Malachi say? Will a man rob God? Wherein have you robbed me in tithes out and offerings, saith the Lord. Amen. They're holding. They're going to be found guilty for holding. Face mask. That's a big one. That's 15 yards. When you come into the knowledge of the truth, and you still allow Mary Kay to be your product that you paint your face, amen, and keep painting and putting more on your face, trying to stay young, you're going to be held guilty for face masking. Praise God. You can't use that, Sister Barb. That's my saying, okay? I want you guilty for face masking. <laughs> amen. Blocking in the back. Amen. If you are gossiping about your brother and your sister, you are guilty of blocking in the back. Amen. 
And that is a 10-yard penalty. And you're not going to be able to get in. Because that's scorning. Amen. That's gossiping. And gossip can't get in. Amen. When the Lord comes. Amen. So no blocking in the back. Amen. Praise God. Tripping. <laughs> Tripping. If you are constantly in panic attack mode. If you're fearful of people around you, if you're fearful of the things of this world, if you're always alarmed, amen, you're going to be found guilty of tripping. (laughs) Praise God. Premeditated celebration. This is people that make up their mind. They're going party and do everything else to miss church. That's premeditated celebration. You already made up your mind. I'm skipping church. You already found something else to do. That's premeditation, celebration. And that's the penalty. But only penalty that a child of God should be having and caught with is excessive celebration. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, O ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye the Lord that he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. For we are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Being thankful unto him and bless his name. Amen. We need to have continuous rejoicing and celebration. Why? Because we're waiting for the coming of the Lord. Because we're going to a better place. Amen. Where there be no more pain. Where there be no more suffering. Where there be no more sorrow and shame. Amen. We're going to reign with Him forever and ever. We've got to get in the Word and now to start worshiping and praising God. Behold, He comes riding on the cloud. Amen. Shining like the sun. He's coming for a church without spot and without blemish. Amen. Are you ready? Should the Savior call today? Would Jesus say, well done, or go away? My home is for the pure. The vow can never stay. We shall see the King when He come. Behold, He's coming, brothers and sisters. Prepare yourself. Get ready now for the coming of the Lord. Praise God. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Praise God. The Lord is coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. These are the days of Elisha. Amen. Praise God. These are the days of David. These are the days, amen, of Ezekiel. Hallelujah. Behold, he comes riding on the cloud. Praise God. Shining like the stars.